first coming attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie or digital media, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll take you behind the scenes, interview celebrities, and review new movies, TV shows, and digital releases. Now, here are your hosts from Kids First Coming Attractions. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Catherine. Today, we'll be talking with Kyla about Go.Go, Trevor Tordman about Bunked, Jude and Samantha about Almost Paradise, Zoe and Nathalia about Finding Ohana, and Brian Hooks about Left of Bang Entertainment. First, Kyla and I will be interviewing Adam Peltzman for Go.Go. Hi, this is Catherine reporting for Kids First. Today, I'm joined by one of my Kids First team members, Kyla. Hello. And we're so excited to interview the incredible Adam Peltzman, who is the executive producer of the new Netflix show from DreamWorks Animation, Go.Go. Adam Peltzman is a five-time Emmy Award-winning creator, writer, and producer. His work includes Blue's Clues, The Electric Company, The Backyard Gens, Wild Kazam, and Odd Squad. If you were going to be one of the animated characters in this series, who would you be? I would be Lady Lydia, because I love all of her hats. Oh, wow. That's a good question. Well... Process of elimination. I don't think I'm tag. I don't have quite that much energy and I, I definitely can't fix anything. So we'll, we'll rule her out. Uh, but I do think, you know, her good friend Scooch, uh, I think I share some similarities. He's kind of um, you know, sort of an easygoing guy, likes to crack jokes, uh, likes reading and animals. And um, so, yeah, I think if, if I was to be anybody, also I, I, I moved uh, a fair amount as a kid. And so this, this, tells the story of Scooch being new to this town. So I think I identify with uh, Scooch. One of my favorite parts of Go Dog Go is the way that it includes elements from P.D. Eastman's book and extends it above and beyond to create a brilliant world. How did you go about building this world? Well, like you said, the, the book itself, P.D. Eastman's book had so much in it, um, you know, and it had these interesting things and you didn't really know why they were all in the same book, but it all kind of worked, you know, there was a big dog party in a tree, and there was a hedge maze where dogs rode through and there was um, a dog that asked, do you like my hat? So I thought it was an interesting challenge to say, okay, let's pull all these. We don't know why all these things would be in the same world, but let's pull them all into a show and see what that kind of feels like. And, and what came out of it was uh, this community of Poston, which is the main town in the show. And the idea that these fun loving dogs made this town and, and this is just the way they made it. They have blimps, they have, all these different vehicles going this way and that. And so we, uh, we tried to embrace the elements of the book, but then build off of that and create new characters and new storylines that felt very specific to the TV show. That's really cool. You did a great job. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, but there are so many references to the classic book. Like what are a couple of your favorites? Is there like a specific place or maybe a specific character? I definitely love Lady Lydia and her hats. Oh, good. Yeah. I mean, that had to be in the show, right? You know, do you like my hat is what people think about when they think about the show, uh, the book. And it's been fun over the course of the series to figure out how, just how many hats she has and how hat obsessed she can be and how to keep changing that joke. Uh, other than that, uh, I like that there's a party tree, like, you know, that, that became a location in the show. There's now a specific tree called the party tree where they have parties. It doesn't happen every episode, but um, it's such a great iconic image from the book of all these dogs festively celebrating. I'm, I'm glad we were able to really bring that to life in the show. 
Yeah, I really enjoyed all, like, the party on the tray. I just enjoyed all of the references. I was like, oh, that's what that is from. So thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. I'm glad. Thank you. Creating a TV series out of the children's book, Go Dog Go by P.D. Eastman, is a really creative idea, and I love how it came out. How do you feel about the outcome? Yeah, that's a great question. I'm thrilled with it. You know, I think the, to me, the very best part about making a show is you start with an idea and you start with some stuff written down. I mean, I'm a writer first and foremost. I'm not a visual artist. I have some idea of what it might look like in my head, but I think um, I get to work with all these really talented, creative people that all bring something different to the show, whether it's the songwriter, the art director, the actual director, the cast, you know, that the voiceover cast. And so it ends up being kind of way better than you could imagine initially because everybody's bringing their, their creative expertise to it. So yeah, I, I couldn't be happier. And a lot of my job is to find the right people and, the, and then get out of their way because they, they feel so much ownership and they, they do so much great work. So this is the result of that for sure. Well, I'm afraid we got to go dog go. Thank you, Adam, for taking the time to talk with us today. I'm Kevin reporting for Kids First. Be sure to watch Go Dog Go when it comes out on Netflix, January 26th, 2021. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we're talking with Trevor Tordman about Bunked, Jude and Samantha about Almost Paradise, Zoe and Nathalia about Finding Ohana, and Brian Hooks about Left of Bang Entertainment. Right now, we're switching over to our review with Kyla about Go Dog Go. Hi, Kyla. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. So much Go Dog Go. Woo! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what is Go Dog Go about? Go Dog Go follows Tag Barker and her friend Scooch Pooch, and they really just adventure through this town called Poston, where there's so much, um, so many dogs, and they're all kind of having fun, and yeah. Yeah, and I've gotten to see the show, and I just thought it was so adorable. Uh, but yes. I assume you've read the book, correct? Yeah. Okay, so what was one of your favorite references? I know I, I asked this question in the other interview, but, like, it, I mean, there were so many good ones. What about you? Like, what did you like? Yeah, there there were a lot of good ones. It's hard to pick. There uh, Lady Lydia in her hat, that was really good. And also the big party at the tree. They both like were mentioned a lot in the book and used like so much so well in the TV series that it just came naturally and it was really good. Yeah, and it's I just loved like and also the other stuff like the Barcapellas, which wasn't in the book, but I thought was amazingly hilarious. Um, but yeah. yeah, it was great. And so this is an animated show. And uh, how was the animation? The animation was really, really good. It was um, colorful and fun, but it was also like realistic. Sometimes in animation shows, I think it can sometimes be just like random kind of drawings. And it's good. It's just not quite as like like real life and this was just like you could tell it I mean obviously dogs don't go around talking but it was really like realistic and detailed yeah I thought it was so cute and realistic and and many ways like that as well and so did you have any favorite characters and if so who 
Um, yes. I mean, I love them all. They were all so adorable. I have to admit, Tag's constant energy and just being a go dog was really like appealing. Uh, I'd also say the Barcapellas always like drew my attention, like coming out and just jamming out whenever they felt like it. But yeah, I mean, there were so many great characters. Scooch Pooch, too. <laughs> They're all so great. It's really hard to choose. I mean, whenever the Barcapellas came out, I just wanted to, you know, go on and sing with them and dance with them and all that stuff. And so definitely. Yeah. What are some of the positive messages of Go Dog Go? I think definitely that the main message is probably teamwork. Um, Tag and Scooch and all of the rest of the dogs in Boston have to work together to help out fellow dogs. Sometimes it'll be a problem like maybe choosing a hat to wear for Lady Lydia or getting a ball for the party. So, yeah, I mean, I think the message is definitely teamwork and maybe even just like kindness in general, helping. (laughs) Yes, it's a it's a really great show, at least in my opinion, for like the whole family. Uh, but what what did you think the age range and star rating? Um, what what would you give for Go Dog Go? <laughs> um, I'd give Go Dog Go four out of five stars, and I'd recommend it to s- ages three to seven. It's also great to watch with family. Yeah, and I definitely know that. I mean, I grew up with this book and. I know a lot of people that have grown up with this book. So I feel like a couple parents will probably appreciate like the little, um, like the, like the little references and stuff like that. For sure. Let's take a break. I'm Catherine and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Magic School Bus Rides Again, all about Earth. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First film critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. 
Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Catherine, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking all about Go Dog Go. Next up, we'll be interviewing Trevor Tordman about Bunked. Hi, I'm Carly Spagnolo with Kids First. Today, I'm here with Trevor Tordman. Trevor is known for zombies and the next step. He has joined the cast of Bunked for season five. Trevor plays a new character, Parker Preston, who finds himself as part owner of the camp and has some interesting ideas he wants to share with us. Welcome, Trevor Torchman. Thanks so much for joining me today to talk about season five of Bunked. Okay, so Trevor, you're not new to Disney. You are in the cast of Zombies. How do you feel about joining the cast of Bunked? I am so pumped to join the cast of Bunked. When I first heard... I, of course, went and watched it. I was in Canada. That's where I'm from. That's also where Parker's from, the character I play. And I turned on Bunked, and I was laughing out loud. Like, I was like, oh, my gosh. This is going to be so much fun. These guys are hilarious. Like, all so funny. I don't know how I'm going to keep up to them. I'm like, all right. Like, study comedy. Like, let me get – like, let me – what are these jokes? What am I – you know? Yeah. Um, so, I'm I'm so excited. It's happening right now. We're, we're filming right now, but I'm still just as pumped. Yeah. Every time I watch Bunk, there's like always like scenes that like make me laugh out loud, which is kind of hard to do for me. But in like every episode, I just laugh. I love to hear that. That's amazing to hear. So your character, Parker Preston, is new to Bunk. What can you tell us about him? So Parker is a Canadian witty charmer who comes from a super rich family and shows up at Camp Kiki Walker with a deed showing that he owns a small percentage of the camp. Lose like chill out what are you talking about i'm like throw some tvs up in here and she's like all right back up so he comes on very strong very confident definitely is not used to camp life but the truth Mm -hmm. is he just wants to be accepted he wants to find friends he's never had people really care for him so you know you get to see him develop relationships with all the fan favorite bunk characters yeah i think everyone's gonna like parker just because like his personality is so like bubbly and just like everyone just loves it hopefully i, I mean hey i love parker like i love uh, parker too. yes uh, <laughs> thank you that's amazing, that's amazing to hear so as you join the fifth season of bunked what is it like being the new guy in the cast being the new guy's hilarious they obviously have a very well-oiled machine right when we got into our first rehearsal everyone locked in i was like all right like let me let me try to keep up here you know Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, you know, I'm the one that's like, Hey, nice to meet you. Hey, They're like, Hey, are you ever not smiling? Like you can relax, <laughs> but I'm just so excited. You know, I'm just now going through the, I'm still, you know, coming to terms with the fact that I'm on bunk. So it's, yeah. it's a lot of fun. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. That must've been so fun. I don't even know how I'd react just to be like the new character on set and stuff, but I know it'd be fun. And you've watched them on TV and stuff and laughed at them yeah. and like, we're doing this. Like, did I yeah. say that right? You know what I mean? Like, did I, how was my joke? Is it okay? <laughs> and they're like, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Parker has some new ideas for the camp that not everyone agrees with. Can you tell us what kind of qualities that Parker brings to the team in the show? Parker brings just a ton of passion and enthusiasm. He is a lot like myself in, in the manner that he's the new guy. And he just, he, he thinks that by bringing all this big showy stuff that it'll bring love to him. But what he learns is that it's actually just through getting to know people. Um, mm-hmm. And you get to see that art for him, which is really cool. Um, and yeah. I'm, I'm really enjoying that. Yeah. 
I really enjoyed that too. Just watching him like realize that you don't need all this fancy stuff just to be accepted. Exactly. It's a great theme. uh, And I can relate to that big time. I'm so jealous that you got to watch the first episode. (laughs) Or that third episode. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we're talking with Jude and Samantha about Almost Paradise, Zoe and Nathalia about Finding Ohana, and Brian Hooks about Left of Bang Entertainment. Right now we're continuing our interview with Trevor Chordman about Bunked. Do you have a favorite episode that you can tell us about? (laughs) I would say, I think, you know, I haven't watched them yet, so that might change my mind. Um, But the episode that you first get to meet Parker is probably my most favorite so far. Um, it's, it's just a lot of fun. You get to see him, you know, meet all the, all the characters from Bunks for the first time. Um, there's also one episode that Miranda wrote that was yeah. incredible. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to see the one that she wrote. That must have been it's, so fun to film. It's so funny. Wait till you see it. Like I was, that was one where like I was laughing while doing it and was like, okay, I need to calm down. wow okay can't wait to watch that yeah so i know you're a really talented dancer um will we see any of your dance moves in the show yes you get to see they spiced just a bit of dancing in there which i'm so happy that they did um hopefully there's even more um but you know me i try to throw in some like some dance flavor every chance that i get um I love dance. You know, I've danced my whole life. So any chance that I get to bust a groove, I'm into it. Yeah, I'm also a dancer. I've been dancing basically my whole life, too, ever since I was oh, like. Hey. What's yeah. your favorite? Um, I like tap and jazz. Yes, tap. That's yeah, what's I up. I love tap. I've been trying to keep tap alive. I've yeah, been like low key to like producers. I'm like, hey, Parker could probably tap. Just say- <laughs> That'd be <laughs> like, fun to watch, tap. yeah. Yeah, Tap's so fun. Mm-hmm. So, um, Bunked is a comedy. Do you have any favorite line that makes you laugh? Oh, absolutely. I have a little, I have a little, do the Parker, do the Parker. Oh, yes, that made me laugh. I love that. <laughs> yes, I don't want to spoil too much, but it's a little groove that Parker throws in there. Mm-hmm. That's really funny. I'm so happy that, that, that beat, that story beat was really funny. Yeah, that was funny. Me and my mom watched it and we were like laughing. <laughs> yes, I, I love hearing that. That's so good to hear. <laughs> so um, what do you hope that audiences will take away from watching the show? Um, uh, first and foremost, I hope that they laugh. You know, it's such a funny show yeah. and I've found such a love in making people smile. So I hope that they laugh. Um, in in otherwise I hope that they, you know, take away all the themes that the show touches on like friendship and, uh, and you know, how far you can get with teamwork and, and, you know, showing love to one another. Yeah. Teamwork is really important and making everyone laugh is too. I know bunked always makes me laugh. So (laughs) yeah, like that's, that's, that's what makes the show so great. You know, when I first watched it, I was like, this is actually so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Um, so why do you think Bunked continues to be a popular show? To be honest, the cast, like, and the writers, like everyone's so talented. When I, when I first started working with all the cast, I was like blown away by their talent. Like they're all so young and so good at what they do. Like they're so funny. Um, 
And, and on top of it, the writing is so funny. Like I, every time I read the script, I'm like, man, like, how do you guys come up with this? Like over and over again. (laughs) Um, so I think that that plays a huge part in, in why it's such a, a fan favorite. Yeah. Everyone loves it. I know all my, my friends love it. And the writing is really good. Like each episode is like so interesting and like funny at the same time. So that is amazing to hear. That's so cool. Yeah. So thank you for talking with me today. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, thank you so much. It was really great meeting you. You too. Thanks so much for talking to me today, Trevor. I look forward to watching you on Bunked. You can see this season premiere on the Disney Channel on January 15th, 2021. Let's take a break. I'm Catherine, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by the Magic School Bus Rides Again, All About Earth. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First Film Critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Catherine, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking with Trevor Thordsman about Bunked. Next up, we'll be reviewing Almost Paradise with Jude and Samantha. Hello! Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, thanks. Good. All right, so Jude, what is Almost Paradise about? Almost Paradise is about a former agent of sorts who loves to bust drug dealers, crime lords, and all people like that. It's sort of like a Hawaii 05 type show, Um, but his uh, his health restrictions make him have to step out of the game for a little bit, and he decides to go to an island and see some paradise. But unfortunately for him, it might not be as much paradise as he might think. Ooh, plot twist. (laughs) Okay. So Samantha, I noticed from the trailer that the settings vary. And so what were they like? 
Well, we had an island. That's the main setting. Um, as Jude said, this FBI agent moved to this island in Seeking a Paradise. And there are a lot of really cool sets. Like, there are different parts of the island. In the first episode, there's a really cool boat scene. But yeah, mainly it's different parts of the island. It sounds like it's very pretty. And I mean, I always love tropical islands and seeing what they look like. So yeah, must have been nice. <laughs> and so Jude, what was your favorite action scene? I mean, it's an action uh, show, I guess, after all. Uh, well, without giving away any spoilers, um, I would definitely think um, that any scene um, involving the um, the arrest of the criminal that, that they've been searching on is always really cool to watch because they clearly go through a lot of training to actually make this look realistic. Um, so it's always just fun watching that go down. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like, I mean, it sounds like a really fun show to watch because it's like uh, busting criminals and all that fun stuff. Um, but Samantha, um, every action show must have epic music. How was the music? It was pretty cool. I'd say that it it wasn't taking over the scene, but it added a nice touch. It kind of added to the intensity. And I feel like without the music, I wouldn't be as on the edge of my seat as I was watching these really cool scenes. Right. Like if Jaws didn't have the Jaws theme or, you know, I wouldn't definitely wouldn't be as, you know, inclined to watch it or anything. So, uh, Jude, were there any positive messages or was this show more for just entertainment? I would say probably a mix of both. Uh, perseverance is definitely a big message because um, even with the, the restriction of this of his health, he still chooses to help people because um, that's what he cares about. So definitely perseverance and helping, uh, just helping people playing around. Um, but yet again, the show is very entertaining. So I think it's awesome that it's a mix of both. Okay, so Samantha, um, what age range and star rating would you give Almost Paradise? I would say I would recommend this show to an age ranging from 11 to 18, and then I think adults would really enjoy this. I really liked Almost Paradise, and I would give it about four out of five stars. It was just really, really good, and I couldn't stop watching it. Cool, and what about you, Jude? What would you uh, recommend the age for, and then what star rating? Uh, I would recommend it for ages 14 to 18, uh, and of course adults, I think adults would love it, just because it deals with some very sadly intense topics that go on in our world that are unfortunate, but um, it, it, it is a very intense show. Um, I, I would give it four to five stars, just like Sammy did. Um, it was definitely different from all the shows that are like it, but it wasn't like breathtaking. Okay, well, it sounds like a very fun show. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we've been talking with Adam Peltzman about Go.Go, Kyla about Go.Go, Trevor Torsman about Bunked, and we'll talk with uh, Brian Hooks about Left of Bang Entertainment. And right now, we're switching over to our review with Zoe and Nathalia about Finding Ohana. Hi, how are you guys? Great, thank you. All right, so Zoe, what is Finding Ohana about? 
So um, I think there's like a lot of background story that you, well, in the movie, it explains everything because like this isn't a sequel or anything. But basically to sum it up, uh, Philly is a 12 year old girl and her brother Elwani and they're like always fighting. And um, they lived in New York basically since they were born. Um, so they go to the native out, I think it's um, pronounced Auhu, and to visit their grandfather in Hawaii, who health is very delicate, and they meet friends, and then they go on a journey to find, like, this lost treasure. It's very similar to the Goonies, and then their mother, Leilani, doesn't also get really along with her dad either, so it's nice to see um, the two different generations, kind of how they uh, are very similar, and then with all their unusual experiences, they discover like a great treasure, which is basically um, love is the unconditional, despite our differences. Well, yeah, that sounds, it sounds like a very good movie. And I saw it on Netflix and now, you know, I was like, oh, that seems like a good movie to watch. So Zoe, this is an adventure movie. So what were the special effects like? Well... That's kind of because I didn't I wasn't really paying attention to that. All I can say is that the sets weren't very realistic, if that makes any sense. I mean, I can't blame them. It was all kind of like um, everything was kind of like in the inside of a mountain. And I mean, don't give me like the special effects were honestly so beautiful. But just like with the sets, it kind of I don't want to say it ruined it for me, but it kind of did at the same time. Um, But there is one scene that I loved, like when they go into like this water and like the water just looks so magical. It's beautiful. So I, um, I, I really like them. Yeah. Okay. That's good. And okay. Natalia, um, since uh, this was a comedy also, as well as, you know, an adventure, uh, what was the funniest part? Well, the most memorable part in Finding Ohana for me would be when Peely, the protagonist, and the following main characters completed their adventure and found the long lost gold. And the reason for this being is, as you just shared with us, it is a comedy mixed in with animated and adventure, a lot of special effects to use. Um, and the scene where they find the long lost gold, you can see how Peely's older brother, Oahu, um, well, yeah. Aone, actually, that's his name, but they're from the city of Oahu in Hawaii. Aone, he really wants to take the long lost gold. He finds it as a way to receive money. He finds it as a profit for him. He finds it as a way to become popular and have a lot of friends. And eventually, Peely um, and Owen is like, well, actually, you cannot take that because it is from Hawaiian ancient history and if you take that there will be a bad spell cast on all of us and after all they've been through they completed the hectic journey together um, but it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows in the end of course everyone wanted to take that long lost gold but they couldn't <laughs> yeah I mean if you found long lost gold I would be just like oh my gosh there's so many people I could help or I could just take this for myself honestly I don't know what I would do if I found so much like all that gold and stuff but um Zoe uh tell me about the actors performances who did you enjoy most I am so excited to talk about so I think the acting like the performances honestly I think that's kind of what brought this film together if that makes any sense um like I god I really hope I think it's Kyo. 
Biuhu, I know I said this in my review on Kids First, but uh, she plays Philly, and this is her uh, debut, and I think she's just amazing in the leading role. Um, she is fantastic, and I think that that performances really make you connect with the characters and the kind of what they're going through. So I think the acting is kind of the heart of this film. All right, it it I mean yeah, and you're um and so Zoe and all of you guys, I guess we're just mentioning that it's um that it's like has many important messages and stuff like family, um, which if I'm correct, um, Ohana means family. So uh, <laughs> Natalia, what are some important messages? Well, one important message that I hope this film reminds people is to take care of their Ohana. Ohana can be your friends that you consider to be part of your family or those who help you through your tough times. I also hope that they realize how important it is to take care of your land. This film talks a lot about how if you don't take care of the land, you can't expect it to take care of you. Yes. Okay. Yes. It sounds like, well, yeah. I mean, good messages, I guess. And so uh, this is for both of you. What age range and star rating would you give Finding Ohana? Um, I'll go first. I'll give this a star rating of five out of five stars with an age recommendation of eight years old to 18 years old and adults can enjoy as well. This is a family friendly film. And honestly, um, I truly enjoyed getting to speak with Kea Pehu um, and the rest of the cast as well in my live interview with Kids First. Overall, this film is a wonderful film for a family movie night. What about you, Zoe? Uh, I think I would give Finding Ohana a four out of five stars. And as Natalia said, it does not have any bad language or really violent or scary scenes. So I think I would recommend it for ages five and up. Uh, it's for the whole family. And I really enjoyed it. Well, now I'm probably going to go and watch it. So thank you so much. Let's take a break. I'm Catherine, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by the Magic School Bus Rides Again, All About Earth. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. To become a Kids First film critic, visit our website to find out when the next audition takes place. We hold auditions throughout the year and are always looking for kids ages 8 to 18 that love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to meet the talent that works on movies. We invite kids who live in or near any major city in the U.S., Canada, or the U.K. This summer, join us at our Kids First Film Critic Boot Camp at Temple University, where you can learn how to critique films, how to interview celebrities, and how to set up a home studio for next to nothing. For more info, visit www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to become a Kids First film critic? Register to audition and give yourself a chance to join the entertainment business as a young entertainment reporter. Hurry! Our auditions take place the first Saturday of the month via Skype. Help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Voice America. 
you are tuned into Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Shh! Turn your phone off. Another film review or celebrity interview is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm your host, Catherine, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking with Trevor Jordman about Bunked, and now we will be interviewing Brian Hooks about Left of Bang Entertainment. Hello everyone, it's Tiana Sermons reporting for Kids First, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with director, actor, and comedian Brian Hooks about his program, Left of Bang Entertainment, where he mentors at-risk youth and hopes to get them on a better track. You studied mathematics with the intent to become a high school teacher. So at what point did you decide that you wanted to be a director, actor, and comedian instead? Well, you know, I grew up in a small town of Bakersfield, and there wasn't much opportunity to do entertainment past, you know, the local high school talent show. And so once I um, made the, um, you know, the move from uh, Bakersfield to Los Angeles, attending uh, Cal State University Northridge, um, you know, my goal was, as you said, to be a high school teacher. That was my passion. I love kids. I love youth. But along the way, um, you know, a number of things happened and I was, um, you know, all of a sudden in Los Angeles, which is the epicenter of entertainment. And I began to with once I got my classes of, you know, required for my major mathematics, I would add on an acting class and add on a film class. And then I started taking film classes outside of school. And that led to me um, submitting myself, self-submitting myself for a movie called Fat Beach. And seven auditions later, I got the part. And then that was sort of my um, interest into entertainment and Hollywood. And for there, the passion grew and the roles kept coming and I always said, okay, once I, you know, when, once, once there are no more roles being made, uh, 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 being had for myself, I will go back and uh, finish school. And I've been pretty fortunate that um, I've been working consistently been a blessing. Wow, that's really cool. So did you actually ever start teaching? I never um, got to teach, but the interesting is I you recently did a lot of soul searching and I thought the two um, could never coexist, you know, filmmaking, entertainment, acting, and teaching. But my program, um, Left the Bang Entertainment, um, sort of combines the two. And I have the opportunity to reach out to at-risk inner city youth and sort of, um, you know, interact and be involved with kids and helping them to, as you said, stay on this bright path and be involved in something greater than their sometimes uh, uh, minimal circumstances that they are afforded. So I'm able to sort of, you know, uh, fulfill my, you know, love of kids and youth and teaching and combine that with my um, gift of uh, filmmaking. So I never got to officially teach, but I, you know, still do spend a lot of time working with kids and visiting classrooms. So, yeah, and that's like truly amazing. And I really appreciate that you made this program. Thank you. Thank you. Again, it was something that um, is needed. And, you know, I just got to a crossroads in my life to where I'm like, you know, there has to be more. And, you know, to just be going through life, seeing how many things you can compile for yourself without ever giving back, it just doesn't make sense. And if 
you know, going through the year we've just gone through and being where we're at with the pandemic and everything that's going on, if, if the individual doesn't realize that more than ever now, then um, I think they need to revisit um, revisit their inner self and, and take a long look in the mirror because, um, you know, it, it, for me, it's all about service over self now. And I'm a Rotarian at the Santa Monica Rotary and and that's our model. The Rotarian model is service over self. So I'm always looking to see how I can serve, how I can help others, how I can push the world forward, and combining that with my, you know, um, gift of entertainment and filmmaking. Well, you're definitely doing that. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we're talking with Adam Peltzman about Go Dog Go, Kyla about Go Dog Go, Trevor Jordan about Bunked, Jude and Samantha about Almost Paradise, and Zoe Nathalia about Finding Ohana. Right now, we're continuing our interview with Brian Hooks about Left of Bang Entertainment. So for Left of Bang, you focused on helping at-risk youth through the filmmaking process. So what is it about the filmmaking process or just being part of the program in general that will help inner city youth? Um, I think, well, what it is, is, um, you know, a lot of youth are born into situations that um, are very limited. And the reality is, is no, not every child is afforded the same um, head start or the same foundation as others. And who they're born to and where they're born at, they don't have a choice of that. They have nothing to do with that. And what happens as they look around, they're forced to choose between bad and worse. Um, they look and there's gangs and there's violence and there's things like this, but they don't see uh, the opportunity to be a filmmaker, an attorney, a doctor. And so with this program, we want to extend the olive branch from the inner city onto the Hollywood movie sets and let these youth experience some of that magic that they never thought they would be able to touch. And I invite some of my celebrity friends to help mentor and to say, hey, and give them good words of advice. Um, because most of these youth, as I said, have limited resources. And, you know, they are looking for when they join a gang, which they often do if you're born in, you know, in specific geographic areas, is a sense of family. And that's one of the top reasons why they join gangs and things like that. They want a sense of family. They want a sense of belonging. So with Left the Bang, that's what we want to provide for them. And we do that by teaching them the skills through filmmaking and, and, and providing layers and layers and layers of in, in, uh, you know, endless mentorship, ultimately. So, yeah, That's wonderful. And like I said before, you are definitely doing that with Left the Bang. Thank you. So Left to Bang is all about helping kids pursue dreams. And not only can they do the filmmaking industry, but you also allow them to submit music so that they can hopefully be inside some of the films. So what kind of dreams can kids pursue at Left to Bang Entertainment? Uh, any and all dreams. And, and that's our goal, to inspire them to dream beyond their circumstances, dream beyond whatever they um, can imagine. Um, and, and, and as I said before, you know, sometimes, you know, you're born into these situations to where, you know, the options seem minimal and we want to kick down that door and allow them to dream as far 
as they can. And so with the program, you know, they'll be getting taught different things as far as the filmmaking. And maybe they fall in love with an aspect of filmmaking, but maybe they don't. And that's okay. You know, maybe they just get from it. That if I can do that, I can do anything. So ultimately, um, you know, whatever they're passionate about, be it music or, you know, um, wardrobe or design or being an attorney or a doctor, we want to support them. So again, the, the, the program isn't just limited to, you know, let me show you how to turn on a camera. Yes, we'll teach you all that, but, you know, it's so much more than that. And we want to see these youth ultimately find their love, find their passion, and go on to live a, a very uh, happy and purposeful life. And we do get a lot of people interested in music, and those, um, those youth do get an opportunity to um, have their music included in uh, movies that they could see, um, you know, see on TV in the movie theaters ultimately so yeah that's amazing i love that concept thank you yes. so left of bang is what you call the three pillars of hope excitement safety and future can you talk to me a little bit about that what's the excitement of being able to be a part of something that um, as magical as filmmaking and TV and celebrity, you know, um, th those things have always had, um, you know, weighed a lot, you know, across the world. And so it's the excitement of being a part of that. And, um, you know, and, and the future is, is, is being able to now see, as I said before, beyond your present circumstances you know, which once may have seemed limited to you, now don't see, seem limited. And you could set a goal for your future um, of whatever your dream is and be able to work with Left of Bang Entertainment to set action steps that move you towards there. And, um, and, and, and just uh, hope is something that um, we instill in these youth Again, because their options seem limited, but we plan to be sure that we show them that there are no limitations um, and, and, and providing that through our sense of family and, and um, instilling them with, you know, values and, and the know-how to provide for themselves and their family and, and you know, and, and, and ultimately just again break through barriers, knock down doors and become the first whatever they want or the next whatever they want to be. Yeah, that's great and really heartwarming. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So there are a lot of different genres in the filmmaking process. You can make a horror film, a comedy film, action, adventure. But what type of movies can kids expect to make? Um, well, with the program, they will be a part of, you know, these real life films that I'm doing, whether it be in post-production, helping with the planning or set visits. Um, with them themselves, we're going to do, ultimately do, we'll do short films, we'll do documentaries and things like that. Things that are, um, doesn't um, overtake all their time because we want them in school focused and, and excelling. So we'll put together small projects like that that will you know, submit and have them film festivals. And ultimately, hopefully we'll be able to go there 
attend those film festivals so they could see the project and all their hard work projected um, onto the screen. But we'll do um, movies that inspire them and the things that we do with the youth that they produce and work on, they will come up with the concepts. So that's um, something to, um, uh, that we'll figure out, but it'll, it'll be a collaborative effort to, you know, we'll, we'll work just like a studio and we'll come up with an idea and then we'll come up with a script and then we'll break down that script and that idea and, and make that film. So it'll be comedies, it'll be, um, you know, we'll, we'll do horrors, we'll do everything under the sun. You know, we're going to make, you know, cool movies and documentaries that are interesting to to the youth in the program. That's great. And I really love that they have the opportunity to be a part of that. Yes. Yeah. So for my last question, what are your hopes and goals for Love to Bang Entertainment? Ultimately, um, I want it to be a program that long after I'm gone um, is self-sufficient meaning it, uh, the work it does um, sort of finances itself and it kicks out scholarships and continues to mentor and continues to provide hope and continues to attempt to rescue youth uh, from the inner city and show them another way, provide a sense of family. I want it to be this huge um, ball of energy that caters, supports, and um, pushes kids' lives forward. And doing that through entertainment um, is how we teach them responsibility and give them the tools necessary to excel in life. And so that's what I see at Long After My Gone, there's big programs with you know, you know, 10,000 kids across the, you know, the country who can come and learn film and get a sense of family and support consistently to usher them through their teen years all the way into college. That's, that's what my hope for Left to Bang Entertainment. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. This was very inspiring and great. I had so much fun. Thank you so much for having me on. That's all for this episode of Kids First. Make sure to follow us so you don't miss another review or interview. Thanks so much for joining us. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our latest reviews of the latest films, DVDs, TV shows, music, and apps, and to learn how you can join our Kids First Film Critics team, go to www.kidsfirst.org. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel and look out for our reviews on press for kids kidsworldcom and Kidsville News. This show is produced by the Coalition for Quality Children's Media for Voice America and iHeartRadio. Today's show is sponsored by The Magic School Bus Rides Again, all about Earth. I'm Catherine reporting for Kids First. See you later. Bye. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now, you know more which movies, TV shows, or digital media to look for, or learned about the talent that worked on or off camera on them, and can make informed decisions about what to watch. Be sure to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss an episode, and tune in again next week.